superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Please walk me through your day and night. Okay. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I meet his mom. I meet his brother. Patrick comes running across the field. I am now reduced to a 12-year-old girl <laughs> screaming for the Beatles. Henry Winkler. Today's guests. NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. TCU head coach Sonny Dykes. TNT's Inside the NBA host. Ernie Johnson, plus actor and comedian Adam Ray. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Can confirm. Sources say, there I am. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here on the Roku channel. And it is free on the Roku channel. On every Roku device there is known to man. There's a Samsung Smart TV. We're free there. We're also free on Amazon Fire TV, we are free. On the Roku app, we are free. On the RokuChannel.com, we're free. When you listen to us terrestrial radio, we're, we're free. Uh, we're on the Odyssey app. We're on Sirius XM. We're on our podcast, free. On our podcast, the Cumulus Podcast Network. Thrilled. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for anything that you may miss. Not all the uh, show's content is there. The entire show's content is available Again, on the Roku channel, we say hello to all of you who are uh, <clears throat> hanging on uh, every single second of the United States taking on Wales as we went off the air oh, yesterday. Man. What a match. And uh, I think we were on the air uh, when it was still 1-0. And, uh, we and then we it were. wasn't. It's one all. And uh, um, and it's, it's, it's all good in our hood uh, here on the Rich Eisen Show as we've got four guests today. Ian Rappaport, my colleague from the NFL Media Group, will be here. The fourth-ranked TCU Horned Frogs. Uh, Coach Sonny Dykes is on this program today. I can't wait to ask him, uh, what were you thinking running the football? What were you doing? (laughs) I can't wait to second-guess a head coach I've never spoken to when that thing actually worked out for him. But it'll be great. Um, That's what we do in the media. We second-guess actually um, successful calls. Um, he will join us on, on this program. Ernie Johnson is here hey, on, uh, on the DJ. show. Uh, the I guy I get most mistaken you know. for um, when I walk around. Uh, he, he will be on this program. There's a double header on TNT tonight. Your Sixers are on uh, tonight on, no on Turner. No Embiid tonight. TJ Jefferson. Yeah. Um, they're taking on the Nets. And uh, Lakers versus the Suns. Lakers. Lakers. So pregame coverage begins tonight at 7 Eastern time, and uh, Ernie will be here. Adam Ray, the comedian and actor, 
Um, he's in the new Hulu show. Hey. Welcome to Chippendales. Uh, he is the. Uh, is he dancing? He is the No, he's the MC. Oh, okay. He's the MC, <laughs> and so I believe he is fully clothed. Uh, but the people around him are not. Probably good. <laughs> and we will not be showing a clip of him in the program. Oh, wow. Adam Ray also plays Vince McMahon on Young Rock. Ah, yes, you know, yeah. okay. Very good. Yeah. Very good. So he'll be here on this program. I heard Seattle fan. I've got a top five list for you. Fantastic. With a little special finish. That'll Don't be coming good? up later on in the program. Love it. Don't it feel Love good? Love it. Um, that'll, be, uh, that'll be here for, for all of us, Brockman. But how are we celebrating the big anniversary today, Rich? The anniversary of, uh, of what? Do you really want to start the show with that? Literally, I mean, ten ten's a big deal. Well, here's what we're going to do: is we'll we'll we will um, we will table this conversation. Okay. Um, I guess we could talk about the 49ers. Well, I mean, and there's there's lots to talk about. Other, you know, current. <laughs> <laughs> I would call you the word that I'm I'm thinking of, but it does involve the butt. So, hey. uh, it is the 10th anniversary of the butt fumble. You said it, Happy not anniversary me. You said to it, you. not me. Is that why Sanchez was on Dan Patrick's show I today? Believe, okay. I believe so. <laughs> By the way, kudos to Mark for being a good sport about it. Dude, I mean, uh, things are working out for Mark Sanchez, yeah, by the way. He's yeah. really good at what he's doing right now on Fox. At any rate. Sorry. <laughs> we, st- <laughs> we started the show yesterday talking about how the Dallas Cowboys, if they played like they played in Minnesota or anything close to it, they will um, they will give Jerry Jones what he's looking for, and they will um, um, send all the Cowboys haters on planet Earth uh, into the fetal position because Jerry Jones will be hoisting the Lombardi Trophy if they play like the way that they played in Minnesota. And then just as we're still having that performance um, figuratively ringing in our ears and in front of our eyes, um, the San Francisco 49ers put together a game that makes one think that's a Super Bowl winning team. That's a team that if they play like that, no one can beat them. And wouldn't it be fascinating if the Cowboys and the 49ers wind up playing each other in the playoffs again? And I proffer to say the Cowboys would say, bring it on. Bring it on. Um, because they feel very confident in what they can do because they do have a two-headed monster at running back, including a top-notch playmaker in Tony Pollard. And they do have... Um, a quarterback that can put it all together for some wide receivers that are performing well in a top-notch defense. Uh, However, I would say uh, the 49ers have got them beat in many of those departments because they have got themselves an offense that last night they put on display in Mexico City. And it was quite the hat dance, if you will, Mm -hmm. for this team. And Jimmy Garoppolo had a hat trick of touchdowns and then said, you know what, that's not good enough. Yeah. I mean, that's not good enough. He had two touchdown passes to Ayuk. Interesting, uh, um, two being the operative number, because Ayuk on his second touchdown threw the ball in celebration directly at the wall and nearly hit a camera operator in the Bofas. (laughs) And to the point where I, I, I think it was a little bit off, a little bit off, but they were, he and McCaffrey were, were, uh, Present enough to check on the gentleman. And uh, then George Kittle had two touchdowns in this game. It's kind of fitting that Kittle had a, uh, a night because the last time Garoppolo threw four touchdowns in a game was week 14, 2019. If you recall, it was that 40-burger versus 40-burger, 49ers versus Saints Drew Brees, five touchdown passes in the Superdome. And if you recall, with 30 seconds to go, 
Garoppolo driving the team flips one out in the flat to George Kittle, who runs up the sideline and got a 39-yard gain with half the defense hanging on his face mask. Do you remember that one mm-hmm. in 2019? That's pretty much what happened yesterday. And, um, and so that was a year that the Niners made the Super Bowl. And Jimmy Garoppolo looks like that. And the team has full-on belief in this man. What makes me say that? You could see it with your own two eyes. You could feel it. And then you just go to Debo's Twitter account today, and his Twitter account was very simple. He just put out the words, Himmy Guap. Instead of Jimmy G, he's Himmy, meaning he's him, and Guap means uh, handsome in Spanish. Ah, Guapo. And they played in Mexico last Yes, they did. Himmy Guap, I think, was a very good Debo nickname. Himmy Guap is pretty good. It's pretty funny. They are feeling it. And isn't it amazing, man? That's why you can't predict any of this stuff. And we do love the NFL. And I call it the greatest narrative generating machine in the history of sports. And it is because all offseason, I was telling you, this is Trey Lance's team. And it wound up being Trey Lance's team to the point where Jimmy Garoppolo was fourth on the depth chart because, as at the time, the head coach, Kyle Shanahan, said it's because, you know, That's where he has to be. They created basically fourth on the depth chart because they didn't even give him a playbook. They just knew he wasn't going to be there. Yeah, the disrespect was real. They knew he wasn't going to be there, and they were just (laughs) holding on to him because they weren't going to just cut him and let him walk to, say, Seattle was the whole conversation because Seattle had a quarterback problem that everyone was saying. And sure enough, they kept him around because – They needed him to back up Trey Lance if he was so inclined rather than being cut. And the whole idea was that he'd be sitting on the couch right now still, potentially, waiting to see if there was a quarterback situation that he could rescue middle of the season if he could get up to speed in time. A la, say, Odell Beckham sitting here right now, picking and choosing where he might go to win a championship for a team that needs him. That was the whole conversation throughout the spring and then the summer. And then Garoppolo says, you know what? It's better if I just stay. The Niners say, we are happy to have you stay just in case there's an injury. And then boom, week two, an injury. And the team that he injures himself against is Seattle. And the team that... They are now tied with in the NFC West standings is, wait for it, Seattle. Because Seattle doesn't have a quarterback problem. Geno Smith has been pretty damn good to the point where if Geno Smith throws 150 straight passes, I saw this today, 150 straight passes, 150 straight snaps into the stands. If he just takes 150 straight snaps and throws the ball into the stands, Geno Smith would still have a higher passer rating than Zach Wilson. So... This is amazing. Now, in that week two game that Lance got carted off and Garoppolo came in, the Niners beat the Seahawks. So that's why the Niners are currently in first place with a similar record as the Seahawks. Week 15, if you want to look down the road, begins on a Thursday night with Al Michaels on the Amazon Prime video microphone where San Francisco's at Seattle. Make a note of that. That is a huge game coming up in December. But for the moment, what the Niners look like is a Super Bowl team because the defense is out freaking standing too. They can come hunt you. They can come hit you. 
they can come and steal your souls. And they did that to Colt McCoy last night and the rest of the Arizona Cardinals. They did it. Third straight game in which the Niners pitched a shutout in the second half. We take your second half halftime adjustments and stick them where the sun does not shine, is what they're basically saying to everyone else. And three straight wins since acquiring McCaffrey, who did start in that, who did play in that game against the Chiefs, we all know, but that was a very short week. They got bounced by the Chiefs. And since then, they've won three in a row with McCaffrey having full weeks on the team. And good luck trying to game plan for them if Jimmy G is as accurate with the football and is as stout as we saw last night. Good luck to the rest of the NFC and including your Cowboys. And I think if I'm the Cowboys and I saw what I saw last night with the 49ers, able to get two touchdown passes to Ayuk and two to Kittle and then have Debo run one in the way that he did. And McCaffrey basically didn't have to score, and they still put five up on offense. And defensively, they're buzzing all over the place. I would uh, I would want Odell even more. They need him. How does that sound? If I'm seeing the way the Cowboys played, and I'm seeing the way that the Niners played, Pollard, my guy Deuces, Pollard, who I know you hate that nickname with a passion now, TJ. I'm sorry about that. It's a, it's a, uh, yeah, I, know you, I know passion. hates is a very strong word yeah, it's for very you. Strong. Kurt Brockman hates it. I, I don't. Well, I don't. I don't. no, you just dislike it intensely because you can't say the word hate because you're too good of a person. I'm just not quite on board. I know yet. Pollard, to me, they don't still don't get on the ball enough. And I know what they're doing. I know what they're doing, and I know they need Zeke, and I know Zeke's the guy that they can batter in from the 20-yard line in the red zone and in, I, I, I get it, the green zone or whatever you want to call it. I think it. Kellen's really starting to figure out the best way to use Tony. I and, think you know, so. He's not 20 yards up the gut, but he's he's exceptional. I just, I just and, saw and last night. If I saw last night, I'm like, you know, we need, we need more playmakers here. I was going to text you last night halfway through that game and, and go, do you want to um, take back what you said about Dallas? Because this Niners team is... No, I don't want to take back what I said about Dallas. They because phenomenal. Because they've night. got Micah Parsons and that defense, and Micah Parsons is insanely special. Insanely special. They have a ton of special players. Dak is playing much better. He's getting improved. Um, CeeDee Lamb, I, 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 I just need to... I, I, I think he could use some help. I think he could use some help. And I think the Cowboys could use, if you will, Odell Beckham. I mean, everyone could use Odell Beckham. Uh, but no, no I, I think they How about this? They need him. They need him. They need him to come now. I think you're right. They need him to come right now and just say to the 49ers, I saw you got McCaffrey. We got Odell. I see you've got your defense and Nick Bosa and Fred Warner and Hufunga, who's terrific, and Dre Greenlaw. I mean, my God, how good is this team yeah. on defense? We've got Micah. We've got Diggs. We've got Tank. Okay. That would be an unbelievable. And, of course, there's Eagles fans raising their hands saying, what about us? 
So Niners also have Altoona's own Kevin Givens playing in that D line. I mean, they really team. are balling out. Yeah, they are balling out, and just because I know, uh, Chris, you pay attention to this sort of thing, and you like talking about this sort of thing. With the win last night, Kyle Shanahan is now one game under five hundred hey. his all time <laughs> record. So he the He's Niners almost there. The Niners He's have so the, close. the Niners. If you look at the schedule, the Niners have the Saints at home next. And then after after that game, they're, how great is this game going to be? Home for Miami. Okay, Mike McDaniel comes home with the with, he comes he comes home with the Miami 49er running game, right? And that's going to be wouldn't that be amazing if he goes over 500 in that game, and then you'd have to finally give him his props for what finally being a 500 coach. Very good. Let's talk about that on this program coming up in a moment. We're going to take a break. Ian Rappaport joins us. Does Justin Fields have a separated non-throwing shoulder or not? Yeah, right. Yesterday, Robert Sala did a really brassy thing, and good for him. He did a humongously brassy thing, which is not commit to Zach Wilson as his starting quarterback against the Bears, saying he needs to do evaluation. What does that mean? Are they really going to bench Zach Wilson? And who would be second on the depth chart? That would be a fascinating story. Um, somehow, some way, Poland just did not get a penalty kick oh. in the net. Mexico with the save. It's still nil-nil heading to the 59th minute in uh, Doha, Qatar. In that one, we're keeping an eye on that match as we move along. And uh, so much going on also uh, in the world of the NFL that Ian Rappaport's going to help us with. 844-204-RICH, number doll. I will talk a little bit more about what Robert Sala did with the Jets yesterday. As you know, I had my two considerable cents on the Zach Wilson subject matter. Sonny Dykes of TCU football coming up. My top five list is the top five storylines of Thanksgiving week in the NFL. I think you're all going to love it. And the bonus is going to be particularly special. I'd stay tuned for that. But let's take a break. Ian Rappaport, my colleague from the NFL Media Group, at Rap Sheet for those kids on Twitter. Coming up next. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning. Or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. 
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. NetSuite, everybody. NetSuite wants you to know your numbers. Over 31,000 businesses know their numbers, so they have the confidence and clarity they need. And the reason why they do is because they rely on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. 93% of customers that use NetSuite say that they improve their visibility and control when they upgrade it to NetSuite. And the reason is simple, because everything you need is all in one place. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting. This is the way you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. What are you waiting for? I don't mean to be so aggressive. Right now, yeah, wasn't it right? Right now, NetSuite, I just because I want to help people. I understand. NetSuite, it's people helping people. NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio right now. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. Joining me here now on the Rich Eisen Show Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. We had a nice chat during halftime of the Westwood One coverage on the radio of the of the uh, final international series game. It was a game, actually, when he and I were talking. <laughs> it was just a one-score game, and then the 49ers took care of business in the second half. At any rate, Ian Rappaport joining me here now on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm good. That steam looked amazing. I mean, I know Germany was awesome, and you yeah. sounded like you had a blast, and there was no country roads, which was a little bit of a downer, but that looked awesome. Well, I mean, it's interesting that um, that Kyle Shanahan and... Jimmy Garoppolo sounded just like Tom Brady did at the end of the Munich game, which is like, this is one of the greatest experiences I've ever seen. The energy is incredible. If I can't be in my home stadium, I'd rather be here. And, you know, I I saw what I saw last night and what I saw was a team that looked incredibly confident, the team that looked completely crisp, and they didn't even get – McCaffrey in the end zone. I mean, McCaffrey's biggest contribution in the end zone was to check on the cameraman that got hit by Brian, uh, you know, Ayuk's celebratory <laughs> toss. You know what I mean? Like uh, that, that, that's a scary team that we saw last night. Yeah. Well, and, and you could see, you know, the public is sort of really on the 49ers. And I think they were really, I guess the McCaffrey trade really kind of changed everything. And they kind of came out of it, used them a little bit the first game. And everybody was like, Oh boy, like this, they could be good. And, you know, you look at the record, and they were four and five, and you're like, okay, like we'll see what happens. Like, I, I don't know what they're the favorites for, but and the record is not great, but they looked really, really good, and I would hate to face them. And so, you know, I remember when the McCaffrey trade happened, everybody was talking about the value, and I know there was plenty of teams that thought that a second rounder plus was too much. Now I think it was a bargain. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Right. And I was talking just moments ago about how great the Cowboys looked as well. 
Um, and Tony Pollard has been spectacular, you know, when he does get his touches and he's getting more touches. But I, I still look at that and I'm thinking to myself, if I'm the Cowboys, if I'm the Jones family and I see what I saw last night by the Niners, boy, we could use another playmaker in Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. What's the latest on that? Yeah, I mean, it's Thanksgiving is, I think, Thursday. Yes, I'm it is. Sure. Confir- can confirm. Can confirm. Confirmed. Got it. Okay, yes. so Thursday. Um, I had that first, by the way. But, um, <laughs> I had expected you confirmed it. That's fine. Anyway, um, so he's going to meet with the Cowboys after Thanksgiving. My understanding was that was going to be the Monday or Tuesday. So not like the Friday. Like he's not spending his Black Friday uh, in Dallas. I would assume he's shopping. Um, he's going to be there after Thanksgiving. And, you know, I know the, the Giants are definitely interested. Sounds like there's plans for a visit there as well. But I think there's a real possibility that Odell and Dallas go, you know what, this just makes a lot of sense. And I think for him, the opportunity to go to one of the NFL's best brands and one of the NFL's best teams and his ACL is definitely more healthy than it was at this time last year. Mm. Um, I know he was healthy last year, but like the first surgery did not go great. The second surgery went a lot better, so he is in a really good place right now. This makes a lot of sense, and I think if you're Dallas, Rich, you're not just like, oh, yeah, you know, really happy to make the playoffs. Like, let's go. Like, you're talking Super Bowl. And we saw that Odell was basically the final piece last year. Is he the final piece for Dallas this year? So do you know for certain, um, is he going to give the Cowboys the first shot and thus the first chance to not let him out of the building, which is always the phrase you hear when a free agent visits, that that, that if you want him and you you can make him the best offer, you do it there and make sure he doesn't leave the building and – and think about somebody else or visit someone else? Uh, I do not know for certain that it's going to be first. Mm-hmm. My guess would be that it is, but I don't know for sure. But but I, I would say this, like, Dallas has been, you know, sort of aggressively or a- attentively checking on his health. They've had discussions with his agent. I don't think it's been like, you know, would you do a three-year or whatever. I think it's just been discussions. But they have been they have been into it for some time. My guess is Odell knows around what they would offer. I think they'd like to see the knee, but yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely been a mutual love interest here. And God bless the Cowboys for leaning really hard into this and giving us something to talk about for the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the world will explode if he doesn't sign with the Cowboys because mm-hmm. everyone probably expects it now, but it's going to be a fascinating couple of days. Any surprise team that you hear? Could the Niners even be involved? I mean, could there be another team that we're not – hearing or other teams that might have been interested in Rams Packers are no longer in the mix because they don't have a shot to win this year. Yeah, I would say the Chiefs would probably have some interest. What about the Bucks? What about Tom Brady? What about the Bucks? Not to interrupt you, but what about Tampa? What do you hear um, about that? I had heard Tampa as a potential destination but like 3 months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not heard them recently but you know, it's like I, I always joke in free agency that if there's ever a mystery team, it's always the Bills because they're very stealth. Um, Tampa and Tom Brady, they're, you know, if there's a free agent who's available, who's good, my guess is the Bucks have some sort of cursory interest. So I don't know for sure that the Bucks are involved, but if they were, I wouldn't be surprised. Ian Rappaport joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show, Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, at Rap Sheet on Twitter. Give him a follow if you are one of the very few that already haven't. Uh, let's jump into Justin Fields here, who is uh, clearly um, the best quarterback and the most developing quarterback out of the 
draft class from last year and and I think is now the apple of many fantasy teams' eyes. Oh, yeah. How hurt is he right now? What do you got for me on that front? Well, um, you know, I would say he's hurt, um, but his status is still TD. I mean, it's a real, you know, it's a real injury. It's something that I think was really painful. Uh, it is a left shoulder injury, so we have seen quarterbacks sustain left shoulder injuries in the past and play. Uh, Baker Mayfield is one, and Trubisky had one a couple years ago. There's been some history of this, so you know, I would say his status is TBA. The team feels optimistic on him playing, so that at least is a good sign, but you don't really know until you get through a couple of days and see how he responds. I would say this, like, you know, he definitely is the most productive of the those young quarterbacks. He's also being extremely well coached. You know, if you look at what Luke Getsy, the offensive coordinator, has done, around the time of the Patriots game, everything changed. Started taking some plays from college, started opening – everyone's minds being like, we are going to use all of Justin Fields. And I think the Chicago Bears this year, you know, their record is obviously not very good, but it kind of feels like they are a really, really well-coached team. Uh, and I think he is sort of embodies all of that. So what what is the latest with, uh, again, his evaluation? Uh, I know you're not in the, you know, the MRI room or what have you, but uh, if the guy's got a separated shoulder, which is – you know the the initial word on the street, right? Then then why would why is there any consideration? Are they just checking to see if it is separated or not right now? Ian? Well, I think there's there's pain, and then there's you know how functional can you be? Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone's different, and he's a little different because he's very physical. You know, like if you told me, uh, well, let's say Tom Brady. Tom Brady is playing with plenty of left shoulder injuries. Um, he can deal with it. And it's not like he's out there running. Justin Fields is going to get hit. And if he's not, then he's not going to be the field that you sort of want out there, right? Like, if he's not going to be the dynamic, multi-threat weapon that he's been, then maybe it doesn't make sense to play him. So I think that's what's different for him is he's going to get tackled, and how would he respond to that? Yeah, and the team that he's facing is a Jets team that uh, comes off a six-sack performance and is one of the top defenses. I mean, there's no and, – and that has been part of the pressure cooker that keeps building on Zach Wilson is, yeah. you know, the idea that that he needs to win now because the defense is ready to do that. The defense is, is, is fully baked out of the oven, I think, a lot sooner than a lot of people thought. And that adds to the whole equation of, of how Zach Wilson is performing and then his yeah. performance on the field and then at the podium – after the game has created, as you know, a national furor, and it's not just again in New York City, it's been a conversation coast to coast. And so Robert Sala kind of surprised some people by saying, yeah, he, all options are on the table as to who's starting against the Bears he's evaluating. What's your reporting on that, Ian? Well, first of all, I would say obviously the performance was bad. Um, and he, he, the worst thing that would happen to Zach Wilson is the team being so good around him because it's almost like if, if we assume he is developing, which I don't know, but if we assume that as a young quarterback that he is developing and theoretically getting better, there's no patience now because the team is good, probably better than we all thought. I mean, you look at what Robert Sala and Joe Douglas have built, like except for quarterback, I think that it is really, really good. Um, I do think, Rich, that, you know, it's a – all the Jets fans watched how rough his performance was. And that was, you know, whatever it was. It was not good. 
But I think the performance at the press conference took it to a national level. I think that caught everyone's attention. Like, I think it might have been a little more under the... I don't know what Robert Sala would have done otherwise, but it definitely took it from a local story to a national story when you had him get up there and just kind of go, meh, I don't really owe it to the... You know, none of that was good. And any casual viewer, like, turned to the TV quickly and was like, what? Hmm. So I think that really changed some, changed the calculus for Zach Wilson. Right, and then uh, but and it might have changed the calculus for Robert Sala because that's part of the evaluation. Um, and and so, you, do, any idea who number two would be? Who would they turn to? They got a veteran in Flacco, and they got a guy in Mike White who, um, you know, for for a couple of games last year in in place of of Zach Wilson showed even before. Um, this year what the offense can do when when somebody's operating at a a, a more efficient rate well i mean that's one of the biggest issues the jets have is they you know mike white has been the backup recently um so my assumption would be him but we're really really good and then others not so good mike white has had his moments where he was really really full of the lie and then my guess would be him just for the potential upside. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not as clear-cut as I think it would be for a lot of teams if they decide to go away from Zach Wilson, which we don't even know that now. And I would think Solid takes the week to decide. Mm. Ian Rappaport here on the Rich Eisen Show. What seats are hot? Uh, or or we're just uh, or assuming it is in Denver. Um, what what are you telling me? What can you tell me entering Thanksgiving week as to, to which coaching seats might be hot? Well, you know, I would say Denver for sure will be evaluated at the end of the season. Um, we'll see how they finish. You know, if you look around the league, there's not that many biggest ones, right? Like, people take, take a look at Arizona, obviously disappointing season. They all got extensions before the year. Like, could something happen? Sure. Things could always happen, but they all got extensions. So, you know, if Michael Bidwell is going to do it, it is going to be extremely ex- All right, put him back on hold there, Mikey D. The word is expensive. That's <laughs> what he was saying. You want to hop back on there, uh, Christopher, and see if he's uh, see if he's available here? Because again, um, I, I, you know, normally you're not going to blow anybody out after you've just re-signed him and the general manager. I mean, that's what's going on in in Arizona right now, sitting there at four and seven. You know, so um, think is he is he back on, guys? Yeah, no, no. All right, give him a call one more time there. Yeah. Just get him back on there just so he can finish his thought. Evaluated at the end of the season in Denver. Man, nobody knows how that ownership is. Nobody knows how the Walmarts want to, you know, Google. how they want to <laughs> how they want to operate their franchise. I don't think anybody knows that. Yeah, right. That's the big question mark. Are they going to operate it like a Walmart? Like how? Would, but so I don't know. There's a correlation there. I didn't give any thought to, but I'm sure if we which put means our, you rush the doors on the, this coming Friday. Yeah, I mean, for that deal on the <laughs> television. Think Walmart's set? closed back on guys? Thursday. You yeah, back there, Ian? Hey. Okay, no, I'm back. I was trying to speak. I promise. No, I know. I know that. So you were what you were saying is uh, about uh, Arizona, and then uh, then you dropped off. Yeah, I was saying you know. If they were going to make a move, they could do it. You could always do it, but it would be very expensive. Absent that, 
I'm not sure I see an obvious one. I mean, he might get a retirement. I guess that's always possible. But, but I think, Rich, we get to the same point every year where I'm in, you know, late November, early December. I look around and I go, man, I don't think anybody's getting fired. And then we get to December and a couple teams finish, you know, 0-3 or 0-4 and things get a lot of hot and we'll see. But there's been so much turnover the last couple of years that it feels like it'll be a little bit of a lean year when it comes to firings. But... I guess we'll sort of see. Uh-huh. And so you're, you're ear to the ground on what's going on in Indianapolis and the rest of the league. And, and any any sense of, you know, Saturday's first two weeks, he was, he's, he, you know, he's, he's damn near almost 2-0. and And so, um, you know, the wheels have definitely not fallen off the wagon there. And they're, they're in Pittsburgh this coming right. week on a Monday night. It's going to be a national conversation. Obviously, ESPN, yep. one would think, would have an inside track to have a sit-down with uh, with their former employee. So um, what, what what's the general sense that you're hearing uh, when you're talking to folks now uh, two games into Jeff Saturday's surprise hiring? Well, you know, I, I think a couple things happen. One is when you – when you have an interim coach in a very strange way, it ends all drama, right? Like every week it was Frank Reich benching the quarterback. It was firing the coordinator. It was job status. It was Ursay being upset. We have an interim. It all goes away and everyone stops talking about you. Same thing in Carolina. Like there's no questions. You just, you just kind of be. So I think that probably helped the locker room. I think Saturday's message has probably been fine. I mean, he's very good in front of a microphone, so I would expect him to be good talking to the team, you know, it seems like the assistant coaches have done a really good job. And I guess, you know, what they say is that he's delegated really well, which means the assistant coaches are doing well. You know, we'll see what happens. I mean, I would still be, you know, pretty surprised if a guy who is not a coach became the head coach there. Um, But I guess stranger things have happened. I'm just not sure I know of any. (laughs) I've never heard of such a thing, right? I mean, it it has been, it has been uh, beyond fascinating and we'll see how it all works out. Um, Ian Rappaport, have a great Thanksgiving, brother. Let's chat again soon. I'll, I'll chat with you, I imagine, on Thursday morning, on game day morning. All right. Look, look forward to it, Rich. Thanks for having Take me. Take care, have pal. Thanksgiving. You got it. That's Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I mean, Sean Payton looms. I mean, that's, that's the deal here. He looms. Who wants him? Who's going to go and blow out their guy for him? Who's going to give up the compensation to the Saints for him? Who's going to be the one to pay him a king's ransom? You know, who's going to be the one to do it? I don't know who's going to. I, I, I know everybody keeps talking about the team up the road here in the 405 with the Chargers. You know, that if if um, if Peyton wants a, a warm environment, some some good climate, a lot of golf mm-hmm. when he's not playing, when he's not coaching, I mean, and he wants a quarterback that he can hitch his wagon to for 10 plus years, 15 years. And somebody wants to unlock that kid's potential in a way that hasn't come up with enough wins. And um, so the Spanos would, ha- would, would have to pay dead money to a guy I think they like a lot. He's great with the media. He's been great when he's been on this show, Brandon Staley. And, you know, you could continue to be patient with him because he's really smart. <laughs> and he's really, one would think, you know, on it. You want to blow him out, pay dead money to him, pay whatever you need to pay to the Saints, and then pay Sean Payton the amount of money that he wants. I don't know if that's the ownership group here in Los Angeles, to be very honest with you. We'll see. 
And the final seven games of the season for for that team is crucial. Sitting there at five and five. And you want to talk about a fascinating game coming up on this docket this week. The Los Angeles Chargers after that loss, their close miss, they're at Arizona. And Arizona needs that dub. They are getting desperate fast. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. We'll take your phone calls when we come back. And the top five storylines entering Thanksgiving weekend. I've got those for you before Sonny Dykes of the fourth-ranked TCU Horn Frogs coming off that big last-second literal win over TCU. I mean, over Baylor. That's coming up in hour two as well. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, you can listen to the NFL and the NFL app on WestwoodOneSports.com via Westwood One Station Streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. If it's the NFL, it's on Westwood One. All three, again, Thanksgiving Day games can be heard on Westwood One Radio coming up this weekend. And uh, coming up in about uh, 13 minutes time, top of the hour, I've got the top five storylines for Thanksgiving weekend. There's a few that uh, you might not be thinking of. That's why I'm here to help fill in the gaps. Terzo and Iowa all rise. Uh, one of our favorite regulars back here on the program knew what the 49ers looking the way they did. You'd be smoked out, sir. What's going on? That was a fun little win last night, especially when you see Trent Williams kind of getting on the outside, leading McCaffrey down the row or down the down the sideline, and some of those cornerbacks were making business decisions, getting out of the way. They sure were, man. They sure were. And the the last one by Kittle. I mean, even. Um, Aikman called out the Cardinals for um, for that, you know, business for those business decisions. Called it embarrassing um, and said that the Cardinals uh, are a losing team and they 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 acted like it on that one play. Very rare to hear uh, Aikman or any analyst call out a team like that, but you could see it. They wanted no piece of him. Certainly after Debo was coming downhill on him. Well, and that that offensive line, I think, like what you were saying about the defense. That offensive line, as healthy as it is now, they took the soul of of that defense, and and I, it went both. It went on both sides, and it's just fun to watch how healthy they are right now and the potential. Because when you were talking about Dallas and the Terminator that the Parsons is, mm-hmm. I think that's just that. Those are two teams that will be fun to watch. It's entirely possible we're on a collision course there. Thanks for the call, Terzo. Have a great Thanksgiving. Um, that would be pretty darn amazing. Um, and I'll tell you what, man, that could be, depending on how the way the rest of the NFC East hammers out, that could be um, 
let me see, probably not a divisional game. If Dallas winds up the five, Dallas would probably go visit Tom Brady first. Ooh, baby. And Jeez. so a rematch of week one. And if then Dallas advance. <laughs> no, seriously. That's not what you I'm, want, TJ. That's the way I'm looking at it. What the? You know, <laughs> I, I think that that's what's at stake right oh, now in the no NFC doubt. East is can whoever we, can wins we, it has a a good shot at. Rich, I don't can, think the one seed. I mean, Dallas is a good shot at the one seed right now. Can you put up the NFC standings if you don't mind? For a few just to days, hash Rich. this out here. Just I mean, Dallas has got three losses. The Vikings have two. Okay, the Eagles need a couple more losses for them to catch them. They're two plus back, as we know. Cooper Rush started that game in Philadelphia, and then there is that uh, that amazing game between Dallas and Philadelphia that is coming up. Uh, on uh, on Christmas weekend, um, and that's huge. Dallas has got an outside shot. One would think at, a, at the one seed, and certainly a great shot at the division if they keep winning. And the Eagles somehow get tripped up. Philly's next game is home for Green Bay. They're home for Tennessee. They're at the Giants. They play the Giants twice at Chicago and home for New Orleans. They're going to have to hope the Giants trip them up once. That's another big reason why this is a huge game on Thanksgiving because Dallas would sweep the season series with the Giants. Huge tiebreak that would be. And a division record improved. So Meanwhile, you know, the Eagles are sitting here listening to this like, wait, what? what? <laughs> no, I'm serious. This, the Eagles, the last two weeks, have not looked like the undefeated team. They lost one, and, and the Indianapolis Colts got almost got them. I, I know Nick Sirianni was – all chesty about that's for Frank Reich, and we left with a win. But he he yeah, almost weird. lost to the guy that got bounced. That that you know he almost lost to the team that bounced the guy for Jeff Saturday. Yeah, but again, I, I know it's, it's Bud's candies and look, man. Uh, I I'm sitting here and thinking the Niners don't really have a shot at the one seed right now, and they're playing like a one. They are playing like one. That offense was just unstoppable. So Dallas time. and San Francisco meeting each other in the in the playoffs could be depending on the seeding. Yeah, two. It could yeah. be an NFC championship game. Maybe. Like like, like the old, old days. school. Let's go. Like the like the old days. And I'm sure Dallas would love a rematch. <laughs> Yeah, with the way it all went last year yeah. and Mike McCarthy even admitting they were jittery with the Niners coming out of their locker room all confident and the Cowboys kind of not. We ain't doing that no more. And Micah Parsons wants no no part of remembering that game. He wants to erase it. Yeah. Got to get by Tom Put, Brady first. You got to yeah. get, get by Tom <laughs> Brady first, Why man. Why would you bring that up today, though, Rich? this is it. It's I mean, Thanksgiving. It, I'm supposed to be giving thanks, and now I can't because I got to think about Tom Brady ahead of us. <laughs> Waiting, you know. Like, there is less pie. Oh. oh yeah, man! It's Thanksgiving. That's terrible. <laughs> These are all. This is all in the ether. Can we? You know, and then of course there's the Vikings. Um, you know, sitting there, and and, and you know, Justin Jefferson said they're going to flush the game. They have to flush it. Yeah, they got to. Or actually, though, that was Cliff Kingsbury called it flushing the game. But they just got to. Vikings just have to turn the page and forget it. Vikings are better than that. They they are. They have been. They were just, <laughs> just seven days before. It's like that game that they played against Buffalo, the, the game of the year, right? Maybe they just they left it all on the field, literally, and they had nothing left. Thunder in Louisiana. Let's take Thunder. Thunder. How about that? Great. You call over a game. You say, what's wow. your name? Thunder. Oh, what's going on, Thunder? Oh, yeah. Is that well, your... driver listening to you guys. Uh, speaking of the Vikings, 
who needs this Thanksgiving game more, New England or Minnesota? I think New England. No question about it. I mean, look, the Minnesota Vikings aren't getting caught in their division. They're not getting caught in their division. They're going to have a home playoff game. Skull. You know, no matter it's, what happens. It's not, this It's not the division that worries me. It's it's the other teams. It's the Eagles. It's the Cowboys. It's now the 49ers. Yeah, but you got, you've got – even if you lose the Thanksgiving Day game thunder – um, that that you 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 you've got few weeks to just get up to speed. Just look at the Bengals last year, man. They 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 caught fire middle of December and let it let it burn and all the way almost to the podium, the victory podium. So who needs it? Is is a team that's sitting there in a very competitive division in a very competitive wild card race? New England needs it more. It, it's funny that we talk about this because as a Vikings fan, you guys all know that we have a notorious reputation for throwing the season away. So that's why it just makes me nervous about who needs this game more. Even if, like I, I think said, we need it more. Well, I mean, maybe you as a fan need it more, but in terms of the reality, <laughs> no, I'm serious, brother. The Vikings are going to win their division. They will have a home playoff game. They will need to have a nice amount of momentum, one would think, going into that wild card weekend because I don't believe they're going to win the, the one seed. That bye week is kind of. You know, uh, it, it looks dim since the team that they're facing, they're a game and a half behind. They've already, one of their two losses is to the Eagles. As it currently Eagles, looks, yeah. you know, obviously it would be nice for you to win it, and I appreciate the call. Have a happy Thanksgiving, Thunder. You know, when it all comes down to it, they're winning the division. They're getting a home playoff game, which is what you go into the season saying. Win your division, home playoff game, and then we could see what we can do. You know. And, and if the Vikings take on who? The Giants? Or the Seahawks, you should be able to win that game at home in a playoff game. I mean, in playoffs, you can obviously throw records out, but I mean that's the way your things are kind of shaping out right now. I don't have a crystal ball, <laughs> nor does Sonny Dykes, who's the uh, the coach of TCU. He's coming up in hour number two. Don't go anywhere. We're still here on Roku. Hey Del Tufo, you were going to work on getting us a crystal ball, right? He's working on a lot. He told me not to get it. Well, I you, wish I had But one the one crystal done. ball you saw looked like Bill Murray's go, uh, bowling ball. Yeah, who cares if like, there's a rose, rose in there? Told you, what, what do you mean I told you not to you get it? You said don't worry it. about it. Yeah, you said it. don't get that you one. You actually said don't worry about it. I said I mean, don't get that one. That one. I know, that's true. Mike yeah. also is still working on Chris Christie, booking him from 2015. <laughs> said he could get him, didn't I'm get him. I'm not a fan. Uh, from the same neighborhood, right? You're also working on swag for our guest tomorrow, NFL Network swag. I got to go into the the vault. What's the swag? vault? You're like, I'll go home and I'll take a look. And you're like, to, and then you come in empty hand and you're swag. like, I'm still looking. I have three spots. Mike, I have to Mike you're like Geraldo looking at the vault, man. <laughs> 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 There's That's a lot a of one. stuff in the vault, though. My vault, it ain't Al Capone. Is that a quarter, is that a quarter century ago? When, oh, when no, did the no, Al Capone no, no. Uh, It Al was. Capone. It had to be 80s, right? Uh, it had to be 80s. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, our guest tomorrow uh, in studio is Gus Johnson before he heads off to the horseshoe. That was 1986. Yeah. Wow. I was excited to see that. You know what I want to ask Gus? I want to ask Gus, what is his favorite comeback game that he's called? Yeah, right. Is it Valpo? Is it it Bryce Drew? Is it Valpo? I wonder if Gus has a list of catchphrases in front of him. No doubt. No question he does not. That's all all off the dome. Off the top? That's what I was thinking. Oh, Gus Johnson? That's off the dome. (laughs) Wow. We'll have our chance tomorrow to talk to him about it. Can't wait.